Mr. Talking Games Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 86 of the Talking Games Podcast. Me, your With host, Callum and, and Major <laughs> you had to, and You had Chloe. to interrupt, didn't you? You had to. Callum, he has to make himself the star of the show at every turn. Why are you surprised by this? Because what happened to the weekly Callum Sunday takeover that no. I used to do? No. Yeah, please, let's that. not go back to that. <laughs> I thought we were past that, Callum. Of course I, not. I, I'm, I'm sorry, mate, but um, <laughs> I'm the handsome one here. You, you reckon? That's, that's why. Let, let's put it, let's put it to a poll then, Chloe. Which out of us is better looking, me or Callum? I mean, neither of you are great. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's not what you said years ago. <laughs> that was years ago, Callum. Thing. <laughs> neither am I, Neither of us are great. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. As Chloe refuses to answer, I'm going to say me. Anyway, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 86. That's thank you all for joining us. Yes, I know. Uh, thank you all for joining us. It is Sunday, the 20th of November. This year is going very, very quick. We're on the countdown to Christmas. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to it. 17th of December is the last day we uh, mm. we work for this year. Uh, that will be our Christmas episode. I'm hoping that Christmas bonus. Well, I've just spent money on buying you Christmas presents, dude. Why are you. <laughs> That's gifts, not bonus. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, the episode of Christmas, I am still working on that. Um, I'm hoping it will be finished before then. Uh, it's going to take a lot of work. You guys need to start helping me with this because I have a lot on. Uh, but anyway, thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to check out the website, gamesinquirer.com. You find us on all the socials, forward slash gamesinquirer, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we are trying to load up on Reddit. Unfortunately, I still don't know how that platform works. Uh, I am considering jumping over to Mastodon. Not particularly. I don't like Reddit. Um, Why are you even considering that? Is it Rule 36? Yeah. I want to switch from something from Twitter. Uh, We'll get into why on Twitter in a bit, in a second. But, yeah, I want to move platforms. I don't like Twitter anymore. Um, It's becoming a bit toxic, but... That being said, thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on the website. There is a bunch of news articles. Shout out to Alex, who did his second review. I want to thank you guys for checking out his reviews. Uh, over the last two weeks of the two reviews he's done, he's gotten over 340 clicks, which is uh, rather impressive. What, what, how many did Sonic uh, from Tears get? Uh, just over 80. Yeah, but that's because he's sharing it on his platform. Get him to share all of the reviews on his platform. That's, yeah, but he didn't write them. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's he's waiting for games and quiet. Right? He needs to to post all of our. That's the partnership deal, or should be. Yeah, yeah that's true. Have a word with them. Have a word with them. Well, he's, he might be on next week. Fingers crossed. If you can. Um, Depends but... how many times you take the mick out of me, and I end up having to trade insults with you, and it turns and it. Alex turns will off. feel. Yeah, I think Alex it. will help us. Like I think Alex will help us. Uh, three on one. <laughs> Sounds like Chloe's fantasy. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Actually, no, that'll be four and one, won't it? <laughs> oh, right, I'll tell him no. No more, no more, no more. No, anyway. no the, 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 there's an even worse reason why I don't like that, and I'll explain that in a bit. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yes, uh, let's just <laughs> move on. Uh, starting off this week, thankfully there's uh, there's not been any deaths to report. We did hear though, Shigeru Miyamoto, the guy who uh, started Nintendo, turned 70 years old today, or last week anyway. A few days ago, uh, he's considered one of the most influential minds in video games. Uh, he's obviously behind the Donkey Kong series, Mario, Legend of Zelda, Star Fox, etc., etc. 
joined Nintendo in 1977 as an apprentice when he was uh, when they were working on the gaming cards. Uh, and then they transitioned into video games a couple of years later, and he was at the forefront of that. Um, yeah, happy birthday to Shigeru Miyamoto. Well, I'm hoping they actually uh, they release one off the back of the movie because they kind of release Sonic Frontiers off the back of Sonic Two. So I'm hoping they do the so same. You're hoping that the same logic applies with Mario. Yeah, oh. I'm hoping they do the same well, thing. Well, you see, was... Sonic has actually done its own thing. Yeah, but Nintendo kind of follow Sega and Square Enix and stuff when they do. Like, if they see something work, they'll copy the others. So, Sonic. Yeah, but, that's what yeah, but Nintendo, the thing is, though, Nintendo are too busy shelling out a ridiculous amount of money on Pokemon at the minute. That's mm. become Which is their a disappointment main as well. Oh, uh, yeah, we've got a review of that coming next week. Uh, Did I, you get a review code? I didn't. Alex got it on, so he's doing that review. Um, he got a review code. He bought a copy. Oh, yeah. Bl- blame certain other person for the reason we're no longer getting stuff from Nintendo. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of Twitter this week, uh, Elon Musk has screwed up again. Uh, Andrew Is anybody Ta- surprised? Uh, Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, and Donald Trump are back on Twitter. Uh, as as well as James Woods, you know the actor who's professed himself to be a traitor is he's uh what's it don't tread on me what's it, what they call the tea party he's back and uh his tweets are beyond just stupid he's ignorant as shit no wonder hollywood booted him but he's back uh donald trump has been reinstated on twitter as of this morning uh, the official twitter account of donald trump has been reinstated by elon musk uh, his last poll uh, posted by Musk on 18th of November asked if he re- should reinstate former President Trump. 15 million votes, 51.8% of the voters said yes, he should return. Uh, therefore, he is coming back. He will be reinstated. Uh, for those unfamiliar, Vox Pupupli Vox Die is a Latin phrase that roughly translates to voice of the people is the voice of God. Uh, that's what Elon tweeted in return. Uh, Twitter well before Musk bought the company for $44 billion. Uh, dollars. Uh, he apparently paid more than double what the company was actually worth for this. Uh, he They obviously banned Trump's Twitter account shortly after the attack on Capitol Hill January 6th last year. Uh, after a close review of recent tweets from the Donald Trump account, the context behind them, blah, blah, blah. This is the reason why. Citing violence. Uh, Twitter cited two tweets from Trump on January 8th uh, that led to the decision uh, including the ones where he said that uh, the giant voice long tuned to the future or some nonsense. Uh, it's obviously the reason he was banned. Andrew Tate uh, was banned from everywhere, including YouTube. He's still banned on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, uh, because of his his videos and his comments about women. He's been permanently banned. And Jordan Peterson, regardless of what he says, he's the biggest bigot going. Uh, he's also been reinstated this week. Uh, but Elon Musk. I actually I like Jordan Peterson. I like him to a point where he says things that are aren't inflammatory against women. Yes, but he's also or very logical outside of that. But he's also incredibly stupid, mate. And the things he says are nonsense half the time. But some of the words that he says do have a lot of meaning and make a lot of good points. He's a bit of a he's he's a bit of two things, isn't he? Yeah. He's both sides of a coin. He's either got some really good things to say, which actually open people's eyes, or 
he says a lot of things that just piss people off. Yeah, and I completely mm. nonsense as well. Half the t- like, uh, what's it called? Some more news. There's an episode from Some More News on YouTube. Go watch his video on Jordan Peets, and it it will open your eyes to what Jordan Peets and actually is. Uh, the guy is a bigot to say the least. Uh, but Elon Musk, after all the debacle with people, he had to lock the office. He locked the Twitter offices this past week uh, because Thursday was the countdown for when. Uh, people had the employees had to sign the notification to say they would agree to 16 hour work days of hardcore work. Uh, most people, in fact, majority of people at Twitter then quit mm-hmm. on Not Thursday. Not at all. Yeah, they all walked out. Apparently out of the 11,000 staff that Twitter had at the beginning, there's now less than 1,400 left, including core people that have left, including core people that have left, uh, include people that are instrumental to their core infrastructure so we don't even think twitter going to be able to last until no. the end of the year at this rate but apparently elon musk has already had enough and he's thinking of stepping away he doesn't want to be ceo anymore why the f- oh, sorry it's been for, three weeks sorry for <laughs> the use of the swear word but why the hell did he buy twitter then if he's just on a row because I've people enough. were taking the piss out of him on twitter and he, he got really fed up with it. it's the only reason he bought twitter well he couldn't the only reason he, he tried to back out anyway but he was forced into buying twitter because he made a commitment to them to pay 44 billion and then he tried to back out but then they went to court and sued him to get him to actually buy twitter so he was kind of forced into buying it <laughs> So he's had to, he's paid double because, over the odds of what the company Because he initially turned around and said he was drawing suit because he was getting fed up with people taking the mick out of him. Yeah. And even the only He's got money, so he can do what he wants. Yeah. True. Well, hopefully but... for not much longer, because the rate he's going. Yeah, he's becoming quickly one of the most hated people in the world, regardless <laughs> of being the richest. Uh, he apparently is setting up a new CEO. He wants someone else to come over and take over very shortly. Um, since acquiring the social media website for $44 billion, he's made headlines for each new business move, including mass layoffs, prioritising Twitter Blue, uh, which now comes with a verified checkmark subscribers. He had to obviously change that because of the amount of fake accounts posing as somebody else. Uh, these moves have subsequently followed up with additional reports, such as the inefficient way Twitter employees were laid off. And how the blue feature was immediately used to impersonate official Twitter account for jokes, including of Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, Musk actually says he does want to be CEO of any company, despite being CEO of several. This obviously including Tesla and SpaceX, uh, the boring company. Uh, both in cases, Musk told the judge that he views his role as someone who facilitates new technology, whereas the CEO title is more of a business role. So basically, he does want to be the boss. <laughs> Go work for someone else then. Uh, Musk was testifying on Tesla. Tesla's board acted appropriately when handing Musk a $52 billion pay package this past week. Right. Here's my only issue with him now with this whole... Well, not my only issue, but yeah. Mm. He's basically turned around and brought all these people back who ticked off Twitter for legitimate reasons. Yeah, and then he goes right. I've done that, so now I want to fuck off. Leave. You can bleep yeah. that if you want yeah. to, but you know. Yeah. Well, he's, he's the reason he's brought these people back is because they were kicked off for being anti-Semitic or yeah, or being oh, racist no. or whatever. Oh no, they were kicked off for legitimate reasons. He's mm. basically gone. I'm in charge now. I can bring them back. Proceeds yeah, now he's done do, that. He's off. Proceeds to do so, and now he's done right. See you later, guys. Yeah. What? 
Twitter's pretty much dead in the water now because there's not enough people there to keep the company running. They haven't got no, enough staff got, for the core no, infrastructure got, or maintaining, you know, stopping well, no, abusive he's boxing. Proceeded to, no, because he's proceeded to get rid of them all and yeah. then gone, right, I'm just going to let this ship sail slash sink by itself. Yeah, which is pretty much what Elon does. Because there's no financial future in Twitter. There's, the company's been in debt for years. It was a stupid purchase to begin with because the company's not been making money since its inception. It's in debt up to its eyeballs. Mm. But it's a social media website, and he's even admitted in public forums he has no clue what he's doing. He doesn't know. He doesn't understand social media. He doesn't understand how Twitter works. He just bought the company because people were calling him a, a pedophile and, and a slave owner and stuff on Twitter. That's the only reason he bought it, because he wanted to shut those people up. And because he, he and obviously... Bring, his... And then bring back people who were making comments like that about other people. Yes, yeah, smart yeah. move, you... Yeah. I, yeah, well, I'm not going to say most, Probably thinking. most likely are the people that he would associate with, like Donald Trump. Well, yeah, that's... Or he that's... shares political views with anyway. Oh, Jesus. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Facebook, on the other hand, is uh, doing extremely poorly uh, this year. Mark Zuckerberg has apparently fired 11,000 people from Facebook. It's never great seeing people getting fired. Uh, but apparently the company spent $15 billion on the metaverse and nobody's using it. Uh, he said, I got this wrong. I take responsibility for that. That went in, out to a memo of staff this past week. Uh, rumours have swelled this week and now it's been confirmed. Uh, Meta, who owns Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram and Oculus VR, is sacking 13% of his workforce, a total of 11,000 employees out of work. Uh, this comes in the wake of the company having spent an extraordinary $15 billion on so-called Metaverse project. Uh, confirmed in a post on the site, Zuckerberg said mes- Zuckerberg messages employees in a contrite tone saying, Today I'm sharing some of the most difficult challenges and changes we've made in Meta's history. I've decided to reduce the size of our team by about 13% and let more than 11% or 11,000 of our untalented employees go. Uh, explaining why he believes this needs to happen, he said he blames the least. This is very convenient. Uh, convenient universal gimme of COVID. He said COVID was the reason, even though Facebook is online and a lot of the staff could have worked remotely. Yeah, but you see, that's... that's the, ah, but that... It, it is, Bull, you're right. But having said that... That was the case with a lot of companies at that point, and now you've mm. got more and more companies going, we don't like remote working. Yeah. So is this not him sort of trying to jump on that same bandwagon of remote working didn't work, which is why Facebook's fallen to pieces? Oh, no, because mm. the whole point of the metaverse was to help also enable home working more. Mm. Well, yeah, and now the me- yeah, exactly. So now the metaverse isn't working. So that's made him go, oh, right, now I can blame home home working for that because mm. if the metaverse... It's just, no, because no one's interested in it. Sh- yeah, we know that. Yeah, I mean, Oculus Quest that, is doing pretty but... well, but we do know Oculus Quest is doing very well as a VR headset. They are leading the space. The only unfortunate thing is, is that the majority of his business comes from Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp, mm. which people are slowly removing themselves from facebook is slowly dying instagram is still doing quite well but they put so much money into metaverse quite a large amount of their money into metaverse and are continuing to do so even though nobody is using it it's a completely failed project so they've had to (laughs) recoup those losses by sacking eleven thousand staff Mm. Uh, he said that covid was too good for them as a company (laughs) 
citing oversized revenue growth as a result of people spending more time online. Uh, he said he was not taking a pay cut, though. Uh, added many people predicted this will be a permanent acceleration that will continue even after the pandemic ended. He said, I did too. I made the <laughs> made the decision to significantly increase investment. <laughs> Unfortunately, he says that didn't happen in references to the macroeconomic lockdown downturn, increased competition and add signal loss, saying it all led to much lower revenue than expected. Uh, why you would think that people would stay online more <laughs> after lockdown is stupid because once lockdown ends people then will go back to work it's a temporary measure he's incredibly stupid the thing uh, is the whole working from home stuff. the thing is that the working from home thing actually improves productivity and it was yeah. proven to do so they yeah, spent millions does, on the it technology does, it does but the problem is have you not noticed that a lot of companies have tried to argue the opposite yeah. Well, yeah, because they just want people in the offices because I don't... Which doesn't make any sense in the current climate of costs increasing thing. Like... That's just stupid. Yeah. Surely, it doesn't make sense. No, to surely these companies would go, hang on, working from home works. <laughs> so, <laughs> working from home is good because it's increasing productivity and we don't have to spend money on bills. Mm. Sounds like a win-win to me, but a lot of companies just don't seem to get that right now. I, I will always be remote work. I love working from home. I get to eat at home. I can have a nap in the afternoon. Well, exactly. I, you, well. Um, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, if you work from home, though. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't do remote work in my job, but, you know, yeah. that's beside the point. I, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm bragging now. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, well, he doesn't mention it always that the company wiped out mass revenues on Reality Labs, uh, which is the disastrous metaverse project that even the company's own developers don't want to use. Uh, the goal of the metaverse, if it's said to have one, is said to create some manner of online VR space where people want to spend their time and money. A bit like PlayStation Home, which we've uh, touched on before, but in VR. PlayStation Home's back online. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Where? Where? No, let me just get it up. <laughs> if it is, I'm going on it right now. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a few years since I've played that. Yeah, there's this YouTube video by Mystic. And he's oh, right. gotten back online with it. Okay. See if it, he needs to create that and make it open source so everyone can get on it. I'm pretty sure everyone can. If they can, I want the link. It's there. Here's the link. Enjoy. Oh, thank you very much. I'll be going on PlayStation Home shortly. Uh, we'll post the link down below for you guys if you always want to uh, check it out as well. Uh, Ticketmaster apparently has been investigated. Though speaking of a, uh, I've heard I've heard about this. Yes. I don't really know. A lot. This is over the Taylor Swift tickets thing, isn't it? It is. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's opened an antitrust investigation uh, into Live Nation Entertainment following a fiasco earlier this week with Turner and Ticketmaster. Uh, what, exactly, what exactly did happen there? Did they, they sort they of release to too them. many tickets? Uh, one one at a time. So Sorry. basically. Uh, pre-sale tickets for Taylor Swift's era cult tour went up mm. and the website crashed due to extraordinary demand. Uh, Ticketmaster announced on Thursday that it was cancelling the public sale of Swiss tours or Swiss tour due to extraordinarily high demand on ticket services and insufficient remaining ticket inventory. So they didn't have enough tickets to go around. Live Nation had previously been under antitrust controversy as the company is currently under a consent decree as part of a settlement with the Justice Department. However, this was not the only legal probe against Live Nation. 
Uh, the Attorney Generals for North Carolina and Tennessee announced they were investigating Ticketmaster due to the Taylor Swift pre-ticket fiasco. Now, this article doesn't go too much into it, so I will look up the rest of it right now. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> though, they still haven't released the UK tour dates yet, or even no. the tickets for them. This is all for America, but it's because everyone was... Because, yeah, if you pre-ordered the Taylor Swift album before you, a certain date you got a pre-sale ticket yeah. code and because of how many people bought the album just for the pre-sale there was more people that bought it than those who wanted a general ticket sale so everyone just bought up all the tickets when they had the pre-sale tickets this is america by the way there should still yeah. be some tickets left but there yeah. isn't that shows how not. popular taylor swift is i don't think the last 12 was for a few years wasn't it no no i mean i mean that that so basically, they sold out more pre-sale tickets than they actually had capacity. Mm-hmm. That's that's ridiculous, stupid people. How? Like, there should be a certain allocation for pre-sale tickets to give the chance to those people that didn't have a chance to or the album or didn't know that they could get the pre-sale ticket code. Yeah. Mm. So they put the sale. They put basically put the tickets up, even though there was no tickets left to sell. Yeah. Nice. Stupid, stupid people. But it makes me it makes me wonder though. It does make me wonder though how let's say if Oasis like, Oasis got back together. Ugh. Oh yeah. Why I, I, I hope so. There? Why do I, hope so. I love there, Oasis? I love I love Oasis. If, if, Don't if, tell Callum that. Too late, did <laughs> but if Oasis did, I wonder if the same fiasco would happen then. Oh most I mean, they wouldn't ever no. get back together though, because the two brothers hate each other. Not well, they love each other yeah. really. However, let's just pretend that wasn't an issue. I don't think it would be as big of a problem in the as UK Swift thing, because yeah, because obviously Oasis would be focused primarily in the UK, and that isn't nearly as big as the US for starters. Liam Gallagher so tours got, around the world. So yeah, I know, but I know he does. But what tends to happen with UK bands is they will focus primarily on a UK and Ireland tour first. And mm. then maybe stretch it out to places like Europe. I mean, I mean, this this probably would have also been the case though if it had gone through for like Rihanna or Beyonce or so. If they oh, if yeah, they done the same thing, it was, the same thing would have happened. The the issue was I'm surprised is the that same they thing. sold yeah they they sold so many albums yeah. they didn't have that with pre sale tickets in. They did not have enough to sell for after the pre sale tickets, but they still put the link up. Yeah. They, were, they, they, they were guaranteed that people were going to buy their tickets, basically. They were guaranteed that they would sell out. It was mm-hmm. guaranteed. They guaranteed that they were going to make so much money. And I think mm-hmm. they knew that there wouldn't be any general sale tickets left. And that's why they did this whole pre-sale fiasco. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, uh, Blizzard Games are apparently disappearing from China. Uh, thanks huh. to a breakdown of NetEase agreement, which has lasted 14 years. Uh, if you guys don't know what it's about, basically NetEase would bring Activision Blizzard games like World of Warcraft to China. They were the license holder for China. Uh, that agreement has now ended this week. Uh, they said it's because of a jerk. I don't know what that's referring to. Uh, is ending several licenses for developers, but mainly Overwatch 2, Diablo 3, World of Warcraft, StarCraft, Hearthstone, and Heroes of the Storm. Uh, will no longer receive service in mainland China as of January 23rd next year and will not be renewed. Uh, NetEase wrote in a November 17th statement, one NetEase employee attributed responsibility for this to a jerk. They've put in a great deal of effort and tried with utmost sincerity to negotiate with Activision Blizzard so that they continue our collaboration and serve the very many dedicated fans in China. 
However, there are material differences on key terms and we cannot reach an agreement. We will continue our promise to serve our players well until the last minute. We will make sure our players' data and assets are well protected in all of our games. Then he says, since it's covered by a separate long-term agreement, they still have players will still have access in China to Diablo Immortal. Not, no, not that they may want to. Uh, in its own statement on November 16th, Blizzard wrote Chinese players should anticipate a sales suspension in the coming days, uh, which we'll elaborate on soon. Uh, but add-on releases confined to 2022 include November Overwatch's Season 2, uh, World of Warcraft, Dragonflight uh, will continue as planned and there won't be much time to enjoy them. Uh, both comp- companies opted to remain dignified and invest in focused press releases, uh, but TechCrunch spotted that NetEase President of Global Investment and Partnership, Simon Zhu, unleashed some surprising breakup acrimony in a LinkedIn post. said he, as a gamer who spent 10,000 hours in the world of Avrasoft, StarCraft and Overwatch, I felt so heartbroken that I will no longer have access to my account and memories next year. One day when that has happened between the... What has happened behind the scene could be told. Developers and gamers will may have a new level of understanding of how much damage a jerk can make. We don't know exactly who a, this jerk, a jerk is. Or a I lot think they're referring to a person. Yes. Uh, I don't know who it is, but there's uh, there's some speculation. There's a lot of options, apparently, of Blizzard. <laughs> who that jerk might be. I mean, to be fair, there are a lot of options regarding... Yeah. Because a lot of people at Blizzard are jerks. They must, they, they must have a better way to explain them, jerk. Like, is that really I, a professional I, I, statement? Well, no, yeah. it's come from a, a developer, the head of investment at NetEase, and he's talking about it in his personal post of who he's referring to. I, I'm sneaking suspicion it's a, a certain BK. Mm, <laughs> yeah, possibly, yeah. Most likely. Um, but I don't think we'll know anytime soon. But anyway. Uh, moving on before we jump to deals of the week, Square Enix executives, two of them, have been arrested for insider trading, uh, including uh, a week later, Yuji Naka, the creator of Sonic, was also arrested for suspected insider trading. Uh, in Japan, this is a federal crime and he could face a considerable time behind bars. Uh, two former Square Enix employees have been arrested. Uh, the pair are believed to have traded sort shares before a new Dragon Quest game was announced. Uh, they apparently also bet on the release date of Dragon Quest, even though they knew when the release date was. Uh, Japanese yeah, yeah uh, Japanese tech site Automaton uh, reports that Tazuki Suzaki and Famaki Suzuki were arrested for acquiring stock from Japanese developer Amy shortly before it announced it was working on a new Dragon Quest game, that being Dragon Quest Pact. Uh, the, poor, the two reportedly purchased around $336,300 in stock in aiming before it was publicly confirmed that it was developing mobile title dragon quest tact sorry not packed tact uh by purchasing the stock before the announcement the belief is that the pair may have knownly used insider information in order to later sell the stock again when its value increased uh, following the rest uh square enix made a statement confirming the pair were former employees and state was working with authorities on the investigation Today, some media outlets reported that the former employees of Square Enix were on investigation for suspected insider trading. He said, we are fully cooperating with the request from the Securities and Exchange Surveillance Commission. As investigated by the Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office is underway, we'll continue to fully cooperate with the investigation. We deeply regret the great concern this has caused to all concerned. We have dealt with this incident strictly, including internal disciplinary action taken against the suspected employee, which is why they're now former employees. Uh, the company also stated they had taken measures to prevent a similar situation happening again. This didn't end, though, because apparently this is widespread. Uh, Sonic creator, the guy who invented Sonic, Yuji Naka, 
has also been arrested a week later. Uh, he's a former Square Enix employee and Sonic creator. He bought $20,000 of shares in Partner Studio ahead of the game announcement. Uh, the creator of new, the former Square Enix creator and the Sonic Creator Hedgehog creator has been arrested for suspected insider trading. Outlet FNN uh, reported that the Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office had arrested Naka in connection with the case involving the uh, previous two at Square Enix. Uh, Naka was an employee at Square Enix at the time the publisher signed a deal to have Aiming develop a Dragon Quest tech mobile spin-off. He said to have bought 10,000 shares in Aiming for $20,000 ahead of the game's announcement. FNN also reported that Suzuki and Suzuki, two former Square Enix employees, were arrested the day before, purchased a combined $337,000 worth of stock. Uh, it's believed that three bought shares in the hope the price would rise after the announcement. It's unclear if anyone, if any of them actually sold it in time. Uh, Naka's departure with Square Enix was announced in June of last year, a few months after the launch of Balan Wonderworld, who he was responsible for, for leading. Uh, earlier this year, Naka claimed on Twitter he'd been removed as game director roughly six months before the game's launch and had filed a lawsuit against Square Enix to deal with the dispute. Now, I used to work in the betting office, guys. I did for about seven and a half years. I was a branch manager for two high street betting shops in the UK. And the amount of time that it takes for them for in the UK, at least, we know when insider trading is going on for two reasons. One, buying stock or betting in any case is immediately flagged, especially if those bets are unusual. So, for example, someone may uh, bet on a horse, for example, and that horse then goes on to win. The win, the, the bet is so large, the bet is so massive that you would expect if that Hawks win, something dodgy going on. Mm. Usually in the UK, we've had we've had very rare bets, things like how much will points will a particular footballer, how many goals a particular footballer score. Random odd bets on number of things, Big Brother TV shows, etc. Often, if those bets are so high, then the gambling commission, I don't know if it's the same in the UK, in Japan or in the US, but over oh, here with the gambling oh. commission, with the, the gambling commission would then investigate that bet and look at the people behind it because that bet is flagged as unusual. It's not rigged. It's money's too high and the bet is out of the ordinary. Things like horse racing. Do you have people watching racing all day long and their whole job is to what, make sure that those horses are not cheating? So, for example, about 12 years ago, this was actually a very famous race, and it was me and my boss that actually spotted this. There was a, a lot of bets going on one horse and that horse, but not going on it to win or going on it to lose. That horse lost and came in fifth. But if you watch the race, the jockey's pulling back on the race to get the horse to slow down. Ah. People watch that all the time. There are people dedicated in the gambling industry to rooting out cheaters. That is their mm. whole job. And usually they're police officers, former members of, you know, government agencies. I'm not going to say spies because it's not technically true, but they're people that watch this sort of stuff to root out cheating. So the gambling industry employs these people specifically for that role. This was obviously going to get caught. They were very obviously going to get caught because you don't buy, spend nearly, what was it, 400,000 US dollars buying stock the moment they announce that game, that's going to be automatically flagged as suspicious. Mm. Automatically. And there's people that will notice that because 
you've bought a huge amount of stock in one particular mobile company. And then, what, a month later, they announce a brand new game and their shock stu- shock mm. stock shoots up. It's obvious that's going to happen. This, uh, this whole thing is ridiculously stupid. They shouldn't have done it. But it's unfortunate for Yuji Naka because uh, he's he very well could likely be going to prison for this as well as the other two. Quite mm. possibly. And the fact that that's his legacy like tarnished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, he's a guy who invented Sonic the Hedgehog. And he's he's looking at prison time for, for insider trading. And in Japan, that's a federal crime as well. You can go to prison for a long time for that. Stock short and all that sort of thing. Anything like that where it damages Japan or China's infrastructure, particularly in East Asia. If it damages their infrastructure, their economy in any way, the government do, do not are not lenient at all. No. They will come down on you. Which yeah. is uh, unfortunate that that's quite possibly how his career was going to end as the guy who tried to short stock. Unfortunately. Anyway, uh, we're going to jump into deals of the week. Well, the thing, are you looking to start a podcast? Sign up with Podbean. Voted the number one online podcast app by people like you and its users. Use our promo code podbean.com slash gamesinquirer. That's capital G and capital E. I get your first month completely free. It's easy to use. You can record right on the app. No math, no fuss. Sign up today and get your first month free on us. And it helps us out too. What are you waiting for? Join the number one podcast app on the internet. With promo link podbean.com forward slash gamesinquirer. Microsoft Black Friday deals include $50 off Xbox Series X. The console will drop to $249 in the US, other regions to be concerned, even though it is cheaper in other regions right now. Uh, Sony has launched Black Friday sale, including 25% off PlayStation Plus. You can get PlayStation Plus off for so much cheaper. And some of the games within that include Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, PS4 and PS5 edition, 50% off EA FIFA 23, Senate edition, 40% off, but no one cares about FIFA, do they? Grand Turismo 7, 38% off. Stray, oh, that's 20% off. Please get some kitty cat in your life. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 Premium Edition is uh, 58% off. Uh, we're going to have a look at the Nintendo eShop deals right now. Oh, you can get up to 75% off in Europe. You can get Metroid Dread for 33.29 for your OLED Switch. For Sony 5 Vio, it's 38.49, which is a very good port, I tell you. I tell you now. Doom Eternal is very cheap at £10.79. Right, then t- let's just say there's 2K and Ubisoft for down some deals. That's right, deals. And uh, <laughs> it's the Queen Valhalla, Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Siege are 67% off. Far Cry 3 for £2.35. And in countries where Ubisoft wallet is available, players can spend at least £19.99 using their wallet and get £10 off reward. I'm surprised Epic Game Store isn't doing something like this. Usually they are. And next, we're going to go over to Hot UK Deals um, Gaming right now. And Chloe is completely wrong right now. I tell you that. <laughs> it took you a while to notice it and you do tend to just miss things when you're on your own train so you can get gold 4 for £9.95 or you can get the Mario Kart Booster Course Pack for £16.85 at Shop 2 or everybody get your retro goal in there reduced price per pre-order until 24th November £1.79 everybody £1.79 Uncharted Legacy of Thieves as Smith is only £14.99 which is absolutely absolutely amazing 
Um, you can get yourself the Mafia Trinity and £19 night. Or if you want to go to some Tesco's, please get Horizon Forbidden West on PS4 for £20, £25 on PlayStation 5, which includes the PlayStation 4 version. In fact, Argos are doing a very good deal where if you buy a PlayStation 5 controller and Horizon uh, Forbidden West together, it will cost you £44.99 to get it together. Get yourself over to Argos now. Uh, is there any more deals that we can think of? Maybe we can. Maybe. Yeah, Start Pictures Anthology, The Devil in Me, PS4, PS5. That game released yesterday is currently £18 on PlayStation Store. There we go. This is why the majors should do this. <laughs> uh, the quarry right now on Argos, £24.99 on Argos. Click and collect. That deal is expiring in 10 days' time. We've got plenty of time. Head over to Argos. Grab yourself the quarry for just £20, £20, £24.99 on PS5. Uh, you can also find auction and not not included right now bundle. Uh, that deal is expiring tomorrow, so you will need to grab that quickly. That deal right now is 29% off on Steam, down to £6.45. Uh, you can also find HyperX Cloud Stinger Core console gaming headset right now at Amazon, £13.99. Uh, it's the one I'm currently using. I do enjoy this headset. Uh, Razer Huntsman Mini on Nintendo Switch is an optical gaming keyboard. It can use it on uh, on console as well. Apparently, it's now 8% off. It's down to £58.99. Uh, that deal currently, if I can find the store name, is on Amazon. Free and packaging uh, that deal is not has no expiry date just yet so uh, grab that quickly uh, meta quest 2 128 gig right now resident evil 4 and beat saber bundle at argos free collection 349.99 that comes with two games resident evil 4 personally in my opinion is the best vr game out there is uh, until something else comes along like for example I don't know. Peaky Blinders. That could be a, a game coming very shortly. And the deals do not just stop there, kids. So we have the Bandai Namco Entertainment Sale on Steam. Oh, yes. Savings. Um, you can get the. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the Clonoa Fantasy Reverse Series Collection for £23.99 on Steam. Hot deal. And it's on the way down for £40. Enjoy it, people. It's compatible with the Steam Deck. You can play it on the Steam Deck. You can get Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for £12.49. All the way down for 50 quid. You can get Nino Nuni 2. Nino Kuni 2 for £7.49. You can get Tekken 7 for £5.24. All these deals are just coming in. You can get Tales of Arise for £19.99. You can get Pac-Man World Repack for £16.24. You can get a whole lot of deals, basically. Just look at Steam. Black Friday is kicking off. Uh, I'm going to be going <clears throat> shopping this Black Friday for more savings. You do know Black Friday <laughs> was last Friday, right? Well, no, it goes until next week. Yeah, but it doesn't It doesn't just last the day, Talon. It lasts it's, all the week. It's called Black Friday, not Black yeah. Week. But it goes all the way through until Monday, because Cyber Monday is the next week. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. So it's, Cyber it's Monday have bad deals. Yeah, this whole weekend is technically Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, scalpers, we're back. Uh, scalpers are slowly starting to lose interest in PS5 now, Paul's acclaimed. Thank God. Hopefully this will be more right. uh, It does remain one of the most targeted products, despite pro- product increases. However, bot detection specialist has suggested that they are starting to lose interest in PS5. Uh, it published its publishing in the latest quarterly index, NetAsia uh, said that the top five products targeted by Scalperbox this time covering the third quarter of 2022. PlayStation no longer appears in the top three. However, it does sit at number four, suggesting it remains an important target, although not as important. Uh, 
the number five uh, list is mainly including trainers, actually. Uh, the Jordan 1 Retro Low, uh, obviously a trainer. Then PS5. Then the Panini Donruss Optic Football Trading Cards. Then number two is the Nike Dunk Low Panda. And then number one is Adidas Yeezy Slide Bone Trainers. So, I don't know why you want the Scout Trainers for, but... No, neither do I. There's a market for it. Clearly. Yeah, I, I, I don't buy trainers. I don't know anybody that will go out of their way to buy. It's for rich people. Yeah. But thankfully, PlayStation 5 price is now coming down, and that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, a bill has been brought forward by the UK government last year. It said it's not clear whether it will come law, and whether the Gaming Hardware Purchase and Resale Act uh, will be eventually introduced. Uh, in the that US, they introduced on whether a new or bill not in that depends on whether or not our government can stop arguing with each other. Yes, I, don't, I, I just don't care about this government anymore. What they're doing Same. right now is uh, what we're, we're looking at in April. I'm very, very scared. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> yes. Uh, Bethesda, we spoke about this last week, me and Bam, uh, but Bethesda has rejected Doom Composer's mistreatment allegations saying they've incited violence and threats of violence. Uh, the publisher claims it's ready to disclose its own evidence in an appropriate venue as needed. Uh, Mike Mick Gordon, who is the uh, composer for Doom Eternal, uh, alleged allegations last week that he was threatened via Reddit uh, from the uh, id software studio Mark Marty Stratton as being responsible for the failure of Doom Eternal's official soundtrack. He said he'd been falsely accused by the studio of failing the soundtrack, even though he'd been only been paid a week before the game's release. And he said he was not going to do work until he was paid. Uh, Gordon published a 14,000-word statement in which he said he was exercising his right to defend himself against a lengthy 2020 Reddit post in which Stratton had blamed him for the soundtrack's poor quality, which had resulted in Reddit users and Stratton inciting threats of violence against him. Uh, in his original statement, Stratton claimed that Gordon had delayed the soundtrack, then under-delivered, forcing Id to get the game's lead designer to make up the rest of the tracks. However, Gordon refuted this, saying, among other allegations, Stratton not only lied about the situation, but also offered him a six-figure sum to stay quiet about it. Because of the fact that Mick Gordon had only been offered payment two weeks before the game's official release date. Uh, in a response on Wednesday, Bethesda called Gordon's account of events a distortion of the truth, said which was resulted in id Software staff being harassed and threatened with violence, which is never okay, don't do that. Uh, he said it was standing up by his employees and was ready to present evidence to back up the accounts of how the events unfolded in an appropriate venue as needed. Uh, the full statement reads, this is a recent post by Mick, Mick Gore both mischaracterised and misrepresented the team at id Software, development of Doom Eternal, Marty Stratton and Chad Mosholder with a one-sided and unjust account of a reputable professional relationship. We're aware of all the details and history in this matter. Unequivocally support Marty, Chad and the team at id Software. I hate that name. Don't ever call your child Chad. Sorry, Chad. But You're such a Chad. Uh, that's, I mean, Chadwick, yeah, but don't, don't ever shorten it to Chad. Anyway, we reject the distortion of the truth and selective presentation of incomplete facts. We stand ready with full and complete documented evidence to disclose in an appropriate venue as needed. Uh, the statement posted online had incited harassment and threats of violence against Marty Chad and the, so and the team. Any threats or harassment towards members of staff will be met with swift and appropriate action. We remain extremely proud of their previous collaborations with Mick and ask the fans to restrain from reaching conclusions based on his account and, more importantly, from attacking individuals. 
mentioned on either side, including Marty, Chad or Mick. Uh, fans took to the Reddit Doom subreddit uh, to express their disappointment at how Gordon was allegedly treated uh, to demand suitable reparation for the composer. He said when publishing his statement last week, Mick Gordon specifically said he wasn't attempting to incite a hate campaign. He said it only makes things worse. So please don't do it. Uh, but yes, uh, this whole situation is just ridiculous. I'm mm-hmm. waiting to see what Bethesda has to say in response, because if they can't supply the evidence that he wasn't that he was paid two weeks or later, earlier than two weeks before the release, meaning that he couldn't finish the game, therefore they had to do it themselves. Then yes, it's he has been mistreated. You can't say otherwise. If all he's got to do is show his bank statement. I was paid yeah. two weeks before. That's that's the end of the allegations. You you they then can't come back from that. So regardless of what happens later on, I think there's still more information to be some more information to come out. Mm-hmm. As far as how well, if Bethesda's got evidence to suggest otherwise, I'd like to see it because really they need to uh, to release that information. Because otherwise, this is just going to keep rolling on on his side, and eventually they're not going to be able to come back from it. Uh, Xbox apparently the uh, the new have you seen this, Callum? Have you seen the new Project Keystone? Mm, what are your thoughts? Not much about it, but so basically, it's going to cost you one hundred twenty nine dollars, or about a hundred pound, hundred pounds. Game streaming cloud services work on anything without a console, so you could download entire games straight to your TV without paying for a console at all. Just an interesting concept. I would like to see if they did that. I think it would only work if they really did that with PlayStation and Nintendo. Yeah, but PlayStation and Nintendo aren't going to do that until they see if this works. But no one's going to buy it. Yeah. Because because you can get yourself an Xbox One and just stream onto that. Yeah, but this is all latest games. It's all stuff unless they're going to you can stream your latest games into Xbox One. Yeah, well then and that means yeah, just streaming. If that is the case, then that makes me wonder if they are eventually going to realise that and then stop that from happening just to try and. Mm. I think they'll they'll cut off access to everything else. If yeah, you're... that's what I'm saying. If you're doing this, then this service is no longer available. You have to buy Keystone to access it. Yeah, you can set up your Xbox console for cloud gaming. Yeah. There's no point for this console. People would just go get themselves an Xbox One for like forty quid, and then yeah, but that's no. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Callum. Are they not gonna try and stop people from being able to do that? No. Which then results in them. They wouldn't because it's. No, because unless they say, oh, we are now not supporting the app for new Xbox One, even though that would be, again, a stupid move for them because it's very capable of streaming. They would lo- they would get a lot of backlash for that. So no one's going to buy it because you can stream it on your Apple phone, your Android phone, just get yourself a cheap Android box and stream it on there. You can, do it. You can already do it. You don't need it. It's a product that didn't need creating. I agree, but that, again... Xbox do kind of have the power to go, right, well, we're just going to stop you from having the ability to stream to all these different things. Yeah, and then they're going to have to refund everyone who's paid for the streaming service of Game Pass who might... It's just not right. No, they wouldn't do that. 
head of gaming told Verge this past week uh, the company built Keystone and some employees took it home to test it. It was spotted in a photo of Spencer's office last month. It worked well, but it was proving too costly to produce. So even, even the finances to actually make this thing are proving a bit expensive. Which most likely then, if, they, if they're saying, for example, that it's more expensive than $129, they're going to have to increase the price point when you could just spend 40 quid and get Xbox One. I mean, I don't think Xbox One is going to be able to stream Starfield next year. No, it's just streaming. It doesn't use any of the hardware apart from this. Just the uh, graphics card, though. No, it doesn't use the graphics card. The whole streaming doesn't, thing doesn't. Okay. No, the whole point of streaming is that you use the hardware to decode the video stream. You don't do anything else. Oh. So it's just very pointless. Uh, with Keystone, we're still focused on when we can get the right costs. But when you've got Series S at $299, although right now, if you go to CEX in the UK, you can get one for about 210 unboxed, which you don't really need to box, to be yeah. honest. He uh, said, obviously, you have Series X, which costs more, but I think in, for, in order for a streaming-only box to make sense, the priced S has to be sig- pretty significant. Uh, I want to be able to con- include a controller in that when we do go to that. He said, I was really just about if we could build the right product at the right price or if we can't and how we can focus the team's effort. To be honest, this whole thing sounds like Google Stadia. Uh, when you get a controller and the stream stick in the back, it sounds like Stadia, to be honest. Uh, he said and went on to discuss a price range. He said, I would like at most to be $129, maybe $99, like somewhere in there for people to make sense in my view. And we just weren't there. We weren't there with a controller because the controller costs about 60 <laughs> so when you're building new products it's always about do you have the right design this is going to be a long way off uh, if you're worrying about when this might be coming it's it's a long 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 way off probably in the next five ten years i don't see this any other time most likely when the, this generation ends they may look to start bringing it out uh, but speaking of uh games we've just got sneak peeks at splinter cell remake there was a new uh Early early look at this game. Uh, there's now going dark to focus on making the game, so they won't be announcing anything else. However, uh, there's a new concept art was released by Ubisoft as part of the 20th anniversary celebrations. Uh, it's not to mention in a particularly intense looking interrogation. I have had a look at this. If you guys go check this out right now, it's I I want to play Splinter Cell. I haven't played it since I think when was the last time it was out? What, PS2, wasn't it? Splinter no, PS3. Uh, PS3. No, no, the last Splinter Cell game would have been on the Wii U. Yeah, but I'm talking not Nintendo-wise. I mean, no, even on PlayStation, Xbox. Yeah, it was on there as well, but that was Splinter Cell Blacklist. That was might have been the one I've played. What was it called? One minute, let me have a look up and see what. Because I've my memory's terrible. You guys know this, but uh, games. I think it was about ten years ago. Is it man? Is it Conviction? It might have been Conviction. One minute. Five minutes later. Let me have a look at this. One second. Uh, it wasn't 2002. It's a lot sooner than that. No, too early. I want to say 2012, 2013. There we go. Black, yeah, it was Blacklist. It was Blacklist. PS3, Xbox 360. That's where I played it. Yes, that's why. Anyway, 
Uh, if you guys had a look at the new uh, new screenshots, what are your thoughts? I have not seen them because I have far too much to do. <laughs> I'm going to go buy you a console, Chloe. I'm, I'm not even joking. We have to get her something, Kelly. I mean, you can, but <laughs> the problem is I'm never going to have time to play things anyway. This is half my problem right now. I don't have time, but I still find time. I will stay up till three o'clock in the morning if I have. Well, to. I can't do that because I've got to be out the door at seven for work. Ah, uh, you can sleep when you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah, uh, you always got to make time for games. What are your thoughts, Callum? The game looks good. I think it's Splinter Cell. It's just Splinter Cell. Yeah, I mean, I, I did say I did say that when I saw the images. I thought this is just looks like the games they've done before. It's just mm-hmm. it's Splinter Cell. It's nothing really mm-hmm. that significantly different. But I will say I had it's been a while since I played Splinter Cell. And I'm glad they're remaking it or release. It's a remake. It's not a, a new game, which sucks. Uh, but they have included uh, so several features. Apparently, going to be including several features from previous games like the Stealth Meter. So we shall see how good this game actually is when it does release yes uh, we're <laughs> gonna jump into a break this is some music i don't know what this is thank you to the editor for putting enjoy this. yes enjoy this we'll be enjoy back shortly whatever don't we're go anywhere. <laughs> yes thank you very much don't go anywhere memories follow me left and right i can feel you over here i can feel you over here you take up every corner of my mind what you gonna do now
You take up every corner of my mind. What you gonna do now? I have a dream. Callum. Shut the fuck up. Don't you have dreams, Chloe? Say that again. Don't you have dreams, Chloe? Yeah, one of which involves you not fucking singing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it out on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I believe an angel. Just before you came back, he started doing that, and then I just went, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then he goes, do you not have any dreams? And I just went, yeah, one of them involves you not singing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought we'd be jumping off a very long bridge. <laughs> why would I want to jump off a very long no, bridge? No, Cl- Callum. Oh, why would Callum want to do that? Uh, are you having a ditzy moment here, Chloe? <laughs> Clearly. You are. Yeah, don't, don't I always? Yes, you do. Uh, anyway. Callum, where have you gone? I think I I've died. just hurt his feelings by trying to tell him that he's not allowed to sing anymore because he can't <laughs> sing. Yeah. I, I struggle. At the What's the story about the movie? Oh, we want you like to know. Know. <laughs> starts laughing and it automatically stops <laughs> <laughs> that's because he realizes that his jokes aren't funny i find him funny he's talking about come on come on let's get this good all right then. anyway welcome back this is episode 86 of the talking games podcast me your host the major uh, and callum callum <laughs> and callum he's got to be involved <laughs> to be honest we're the hosts Yes, uh, Game of the Year nominations awards page has been doing very, very well. We've already hit just under 300 clicks. I want to get more than 350. We had something like, was it 360-something last year? 360 votes? I want to hit more than that. I want 1,000. I want 1,000. If you guys can please continue sharing it, continue voting. Uh, All the nominations are currently up on the page. You guys obviously vote for them. I know we've had some backlash over the fact that Lego Star Wars is on there. However, we did not vote Sonic for that. Frontier should be on there. <laughs> well, some people say we should have put Playtale Requiem, and I agree with that, but we didn't vote for it. You guys did. I'm sorry, but I'm voting for Sonic Frontiers now. Well, a bit late, Callum. Yes, it's a bit late. The uh, polling closed, was it November 10th? Well, I'm sorry, it should stay open for Sonic Frontier. It is the brilliant game. Yeah, it close till we could include God of War. Uh, but if people didn't vote for it, then we can't do much about that, unfortunately. Uh, sorry. In other news, so on uh, Children in Need last night, uh, the uh, Doctor's new companion has been announced. Can oh, I yes. just point out, Colm, that wasn't last night. It would have been two nights ago, you numpty. <laughs> it's Sunday today, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's losing track of days. Yes, I am. But anyways, the new companion yeah. is Millie Gibson. Woo. I don't know who she is. No one knows who that is. She's from Carnation Street. Hold on, let me look up this person because I still don't know who this is. So she looks like a mix between Rose and Clara, basically. Ah, uh, okay. She looks like Rose with Clara mixed Yeah, don't, don't show my wife this photo. <laughs> yeah, what I'm going to leave my search What did you say Pornhub.com. Millie Gibson. Gibson. Millie Gibson. 
She's you're very, gonna, very attractive young lady. Yeah, you're, you're going to type her into Pornhub, aren't you, after this call? Am I? Yes, you are, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have seen No. No. She's only 18, dude, so no, I won't be. You but, pedo. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm a bit old for it, dude. And so is Chloe. Uh, I'm old enough to be her dad. Why would Chloe? What? <laughs> I don't... What was going through your what head? What kind of conversation is this? <laughs> No, I just think she's going to bring a lot of male viewers back to Doctor Who. Yes, I think they there will were, be. There were more than enough of them anyway. Well, they've, they've just brought back David Tennant. He's going to be the interim Doctor before they yeah. uh, For, for they three transition. episodes. Thank God he's back. Yeah, but that's only three episodes. That sucks. Yeah, they've they only done it to get the viewership back up so then people will watch the yeah, I want, I want one Yeah, I want one series of David Tennant again. Yeah. It's just a series, three episodes. They're probably going to be an hour and a half long. They're not going to be like hour long about oh, the no. specials. So, no. No. yeah, but I want a proper series of like twelve weeks. What they used yeah. to. I thought I want David Tennant for a full season. I don't want to see him just. The come problem back to is, special. I don't know if the the issue is with that though. I don't know if he would be free for that for that long. Well, what else? I mean, yeah, he's doing that Amazon series, but I don't know where the yeah. production is for that. He he's doing mainly theatre and stuff and small TV shows. He's not. He's not in any big productions right now. Mm. But it's weird right now because the BBC has basically funding from Sony and Disney now. Mm. So, because it's Sony company that's producing Doctor Who and now Disney is uh, having Doctor Who episodes streamed on them outside the UK. So there is a partnership there. I mean, yeah, they what they yeah. need to do, though, is I want to see David Tennant come back because he is, he's the best Doctor we've ever had. In other words, the Crunchyroll mascot is also, uh, basically Crunchyroll is creating a game for the Game Boy Color as well. What is that going to do with what we company. were just talking about? A Sony-owned company. So Sony's doing a lot of decisions right now. Making a lot of deals with outside. Yeah. Outside their own company. But, but they're making a Game Boy Color game. Which is fair enough. I mean, so this... practically is making a Game Boy Color game. Yeah. There's other oh. companies doing Game Boy Color as well. We had an interview like a month ago with... Yeah, but they're indie developers, oh. you know? Yeah, true. This Very is true. Sony. They've got a PlayStation 5 to make games for. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've also got the PSP, which doesn't make sense. It's making a game for the PSP. That, game, that console isn't even supported anymore. So... <laughs> You could you could just make a game for that. <laughs> if you want to do handhelds, you got one. Do something with that one. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, what have you guys been playing this week? Because I'm Sonic Frontiers. To... You know this. I'm stuck on that second, trying to find the second cog in the first level, and it's bugging me now. How are you struggling? Are you still stuck in the first world? Yeah. You killed the bosses to get. The I car. can't find. I can't find the second boss. They're everywhere. Where? Everywhere. You're going to have to do a walkthrough, Callum, because I need some help. You're literally the only person on the planet that probably needs help with Sonic Frontiers. I am, yes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, and he's really bugging me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sonic Sonic Frontiers, I still... I Like, the jump button's still bugging me, because I still can't line up shots properly. You're, again, the only person who can't line up shots. And... You're just really <laughs> bad at games. Shut up! I'm not bad at games. I'm bad at Sonic Frontiers. I'm not bad at games. That's a game made for seven-year-olds. Well, you can help. Right, before, right, Callum, before you start insulting me, just shall we move on? 
Should we yeah. get Benny to come on and do the Sonic Frontiers walkthrough? <laughs> I think Benny would do better than you. What did he's, I just say, Callum? He's he, he rather enjoys Call of Duty and Fortnite. He doesn't really play anything else. Oh, get him to add me in Call of Duty. Yeah, I would. He'll play with my eight-year-old son. That's a bit weird. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to find a Callum squad. does have the mentality of an eight-year-old, though, so I don't so, know if it is that weird. What I'm trying to do is to get you, Major, to, to play with him, play with your son, and <laughs> have a Call of Duty match with me. Like... That's, that took a left turn. Anyway. What? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of PlayStation, they have announced they're working on an NFT blockchain tech. Oh, God. Ah, why? <laughs> Sorry. Hey! There's just no need for it! Sorry. Anyway. Uh, we will resume the Chloe podcast in 10 hours. <laughs> uh, it has been researching a system for tracking digital assets in games and across platforms. Uh, it's a newly published patent from Sony has said they're exploring the use of NFTs and blockchain in games. Uh, is it apparently working on non-fungible token units of data stored on a blockchain, uh, which effectively allows users to buy and sell digital products. I don't know why they do this, considering Ubisoft tried and completely failed. Uh-huh. Uh, originally filed no, no, last year. No, 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 no. Let's just, let's just, no. No, uh, we will, we will let's finish this. Yeah, we'll fini- finish this and then just move because this is just pointless. Okay. Uh, it, <laughs> it covers the system which could be used to track the creation of used modification and transfer digital assets created within the game. We know all about this about blockchain already. This is completely pointless. Apparently, Sony suggested the system could be used to verify the authenticity of NFTs used by skilled players or popular content creators, which other players may want to buy, sell, or rent. Uh, they are apparently looking to implement these in, mul- in multiplayer games, uh, which gain popularity in matches or tournaments, which are often live streams like Call of Duty. Uh, likewise, well-known players often live stream or otherwise broadcast gameplay or single-player or multiplayer video games, which is where they're looking to implement these assets. Uh, players can use digital assets during gameplay, for example, specific characters, costumes or items in traditional video games or multiple instances of the same in-game item exist within the same copy of the game or in different copies of the game. This is a horrible, 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 stupid idea. And I hate it. I don't... Okay, Microsoft and Nintendo have already stated publicly they do not want NFTs in their games. They've already announced this. They've already confirmed it. They're not going to do it. End of discussion. PlayStation, though, so desperate, so desperate for money, they will. Anyone thinking that Sony is cares about consumers? This now Game Boy Color game, game, of course. That's I mean, how many people own a Game Boy Color, dude? They've got PSP. The PSP <laughs> players have more players right now than Game Boy Color ever did. They got more people with a PSP con- with a PSP handheld than Game Boy Color has ever even bought. Why not bring those games to PSP? Because those players that are on PSP still want new games. There are still games coming out for PSP. There are more more games coming out I think it's about two or three a year. They, they've basically stopped support for it but now they're deciding to release a game for a Game Boy Color that is at least ten years older than, than the PSP. Instead of that, just bring games to the PSP because you've already got players on there. You've already got mass number of people on PSP. Just go to PSP. I'm thankful I never bought that handheld because it's at this day and age, right now, seeing what Sony's doing with it, it's a complete waste of money. Uh, Sony said the systems and technologies described in its patent application could be used to track the life cycle of NFTs across different platforms. That's called a blockchain, Sony, uh, including those of a different, albeit inferior, manufacturer. Who exactly are they referring to by inferior? And across titles from various publishers. 
te techniques and technology described expand the capabilities of digital assets associated with video games and the systems that create such managed digital content uh, by converting the digital assets essentially into NFTs or non-fungible tokens. This is just pie in the sky. Uh, Sony recently launched a loyalty scheme called PlayStation Stars. They tried to distance the program from NFTs, although people can pretty much tell it's it's NFTs, uh, which attracted criticism in some quarters due to the format's high carbon footprint, or many perceived to be a cynical implementation of what is essentially digital rewards or NFT blockchain. It was a test for NFTs. Grace Chen, who is the VP of Network Advertising at PlayStation, said definitely not. You cannot trade or sell them. It's not leveraging any blockchain technologies. It's definitely not NFTs. Although kind of is. Uh, gaming companies that have looked, obviously, game NFTs include Square Enix, Ubisoft, Konami, and Sega. Sega recently released another one. Square Enix sold half of their company, is now looking at blockchain. That's completely flopped. We spoke about that last week. And of course, Ubisoft, which tried to implement a digital store with NFTs, and uh, they lost a considerable amount of money. It's uh, learn from experience, PlayStation, because it's never, ever, ever going to work. Uh, big one of the biggest stories earlier this year, uh, earlier last year, actually, Chloe. Do you remember this? The uh, epic Apple lawsuit. Yeah, vaguely. Uh, <laughs> it's been some backlash about that. Right. Uh, lawsuit apparently is claiming that Google paid Activision $360 million to not build a rival app store. Uh, <clears throat> Activision said the claims made in Epic's lawsuit are false. Uh, Google has probably spent hundreds of millions of dollars to prevent other companies from opening rival app stores. Uh, this was according to a newly re unredacted copy of a lawsuit uh, that Epic Games filed last in 2020 against Google. Uh, the company paid Activision Blizzard over three years, $360 million, not to open their own app store. Uh, Google also agreed to pay Tencent-owned League of Legends studio Riot Games about $30 million over one year to not open their own app store. Activision Blizzard EVP of Corporate Affairs Lulu Cheng survey said that the claims made in Epic's lawsuit are false. Epic is accusing Activision Blizzard's partner Google of paying us not to compete with them. To be clear, that's false. Google never asked us, pressured us, or made us agree not to compete with them. We've already submitted documents and testimony disproving this nonsense. Uh, the lawsuit, which accuses Google of anti-competitive restrictions on mobile, also names Nintendo and Ubisoft in a list of 24 companies allegedly compensating in a bid to deter competition to the Google Play Store. The deals which developers reportedly put included payments for posting to YouTube and credits Google Ads and cloud services. Google said these deals to keep developers satisfied reflect healthy competition. Uh, Microsoft recently outlined plans to create a next-gen game store because they're obviously with the Activision deal are looking to go more into mobile and to open a store. They did say, Phil Spencer did say this past week, that it's instrumental when uh, Xbox business may not survive if they don't acquire Activision. Uh, Benadia buys proposed 68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The whole reason they're buying Activision Blizzard isn't the Call of Duty, it's for their mobile catalogue. Uh, Google discussed teaming with Tencent, which owns a 40% stake in Epic, to gain a measure of control over the company or to potentially plan a hostile takeover of Epic Games. That's rather naughty. Uh, Epic has claimed Google was naughty. threatened by... Yes, it's very naughty, naughty. Uh, Epic has claimed Google was threatened by its decision to distribute Fortnite for Android outside of the Play Store, a move which circumvented platform holder fees from Apple and Google. Uh, Epic is appealing a result of a similar antitrust suit against, laws, against Apple. Uh, last year, the judge in the case ruled against Epic in nine of the ten counts here brought against the iPhone firm. Uh, 
which was not great. Uh, they, the one they did lose, though, was the one that basically specified that Apple could not have a monopoly over gaming. So if Epic wanted to sell outside of this software, they could, uh, which was the main one they were looking for, but the rest of them uh, unfortunately failed, mm. which is not great news. Anyway, uh, your thoughts? Oh, that's I... my thought. I know, you tell me. The thing <laughs> is, Mamma I can I can't see Doodle doing something like that. Do you think they would they would go to those lengths to try and commit a hostile takeover of, of Epic Games just to stop them from doing anything like that? Well, yeah, because Doodle, Doodle has become one of those companies that wants to try and do everything and wants to be the leader in everything. Mm. To the point everything. where even though they know that they are useless at a lot of it yeah google stadia being the most recent <laughs> so now exactly. i think they failed it exactly yeah I, I will say google isn't exactly the greatest company to, no. to to look for for technological advancement because everything they've tried apart from google search engine Has which is what twenty like 25 30 years old now it's, it's completely flopped they haven't done anything i mean google play store you can arguably agree that's that's been a, a mid-success their phones have not done so well but the google play store is basically implemented on across most android devices yeah yeah the the, the doodle play store has been helped by the fact that every it's the only, android yeah ever well, ma- major, majority of majority oh yeah there is yeah, obviously the, ma- the android store as well yeah okay the majority compared to okay the yeah the majority of Androids, Android users use Doodle Play. That is the only thing that has helped them in that regard. Because, again, you could argue that one of the reasons why people are silly enough to think that iPhones are better than Androids is because Apple is better than Doodle in return, in regards to Play Stores. Mm, yeah. Well, that, that mainly be because <laughs> Google releases their google play store on phone manufacture on phones that aren't manufactured by them whereas apple has their own ios store and their own ios software yeah. so they're releasing their own phones yeah. so you, it's to be expected that when you buy an iphone you're buying the apple play store no 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 but what i'm saying is that what i'm saying is that apple is their only competitor really in yeah. that regard yeah but it turns out now that the reason they're doing that is because they don't want people to actually set up their own. If this is true, that they've they've tried to buy Activision Blizzard out and Riot Games and they got into this epic lawsuit because they didn't want these companies to set up their own their own stores to be in competition because really the only platform these developers can go on is to Android. They can't go into iOS, obviously. Mm. So the only competition they have is Android phones. So therefore, there would be an increased market, and Google would suffer in that regard. The biggest thing that's keeping Google going right now is the Play Store. They don't really yeah. have anything. I mean, apart from Google Search Engine, that doesn't make anywhere near as much money. You got YouTube. YouTube is in the hole. Google Stadia—they just had to stop because of the fact that it's it's a complete waste. It's shit. Nobody's, it's shit. It's a complete useless platform. Nobody cares. Nobody plays it. It's put, they put, I think their last count was less than 100,000 users across Google Stadia. Mm. So that's just not financially worth it for them. They don't really have anything else. Everything they've tried has failed. So now they're desperate to stop people being on App Store because the App Store market is where they're making the majority of their money from. Mm. 
And if they if they mess that up and somebody else brings out another Android market or an Android store that's going to be able to compete with them, Google will fail. Mm. And they can't afford that. So I believe this report that they've been paying other developers not to do that because if they took their games off Android and onto their own store, they're going to lose huge they chunks to their out. market. They yeah. Google would be completely non-existent. They would have nothing on their Play Store to people to download, and they lose a crap ton of money. Mm. So I can understand why they would do that, but at the same time, being saying no, it's nonsense. That's a lie. You know full well that's going on, and it's it's yeah. obvious because that would be the only solution they have. Anyway, uh, last two news stories this week: Rockstar Games reportedly turned down Eminem <laughs> to star in a GTA movie. Love it. Why would Eminem want to star in a GTA movie? Anyway? Oh, apparently, want to get them raps in. He apparently he was on board. He would have been on board, and they had to- Tony Ooh. Scott, not Barry Scott. Hey, Barry ah. Scott, uh, the director for Top Gun. Oh, okay. Uh, would have been directing would have it. Been that would have been an awesome film. That would have been a sick. I mean, I don't really see Eminem as if you play any GTA game. All the GTA characters are essentially bad asses. I don't really see Eminem in that vein. Yes, he's a well, very no. good rapper. he's a very good rapper. He's world's best, most likely. And he's been, he's been in 8 Mile and he's a very good actor, but I don't really see him in the same vein as being the ultimate badass. He just thinks he is, that's the thing. Well, he has to be. I mean, yeah, he's 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 up, his, his story's floating around from like 50 Cent and the people around him that have said when, when there's been a fight at any point, he's the first one there ready to go. Mm. They've always said that. Yes, he grew up in a very rough neighbourhood. He's more than capable of having a fight. The only difference is is that you don't really see him as a headline actor. He's only ever had one movie role, and that was yeah. his own movie. Yeah. So it was a good movie. It was a great movie. Eight Mile was fantastic. He did yeah, extremely well. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to be... That's because that was his story. He was basically playing himself. So he could be, he could just be himself. He understood it. But take him out of that scenario and put him in a movie that has absolutely nothing to do with his life. Would he have the same abilities mm. he did in Eight Mile? That's the question. Because he's already lived that life. He already knows the movie because he lived it. So there really isn't anything taking him out of reality there. According to Kirk Ewing, who's an agent and co-founder of Virtual Avatar at VME, he said he had a a late-night conversation with Rockstar boss Sam Hauser uh, that led to the rapper starring in a film based on the franchise, or was reportedly supposed to be. Uh, This came from the Bugsy Malone Grandest Game podcast. Ewing recalled, because of the relationship I had with Rockstar and with Sam, I actually tracked him down to his hotel room one night. We was going to be staying for a while, and the two of us stayed up late and talked about the possibility of making a film. Uh, sounds like you love him <laughs> sorry <laughs> i've read that sentence about three times this week and just like why are you tracking him down to his hotel room and staying in his room all night that's creepy yeah uh <laughs> it was after gta 3 so that would have been what 2001 2002 he said i think at this point it was still in sam's mind that it might be something that he wanted to do he said i remember talking to call about 4 a.m for one of the producers in l.a said kirk we've got eminem to star and it's a tony scott film five million on the nose that would have been the starting budget are you interested he said i phoned up sam and said look you need to listen to this they want eminem in the gta movie and tony scott to direct sam hauser turned around and said not interested uh, at that point they withdrew from any conversation about the film and the movie was never released rumors have persisted though that gta movie will eventually come to fruition 
that eventually will happen. They did have a they did have a, a documentary about GTA itself in 2015. Do you remember watching this, Callum? It's called The Game Changers. No. Star Daniel Radcliffe as Sam no. House. You don't remember? I never watched it. Oh, you go. I think there's clips of it on YouTube. I have. I did watch it when it released. But essentially, it's a documentary film about the creation of GTA. with produced by the BBC. It starred Daniel Radcliffe and Sam Hauser. Uh, Take Two attempted to halt production by filing a lawsuit, but didn't win. Uh, the day after the film was broadcast on the BBC, Rockstar tweeted, BBC was Basil Brush busy. What exactly is this random made-up bollocks? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, BBC does make up a lot of stuff. But yep. a lot of this is coming from people behind the scenes that have actually put put this together. And a lot of this is public knowledge as well. 2015 would have been the time around the time that a lot of their staff left. So they could have easily got people to, to help with the timelines and make sure it's factual. Mm. There's plenty of people that had left Rockstar at the same time. So it was not for completely far-fetched. Although, no, I, would like to see, I would like to see a GTA movie. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, but then because there's that many GTA games, I don't know how they'd. I mean, yeah, there's a lot, but it's it's also the stories are all intertwined, but they're always different. For example, GTA Four, you had a yeah, Polish well, immigrant who moved well, this to the is US. What I'm, yeah, well, this is what I'm saying then. In which case, surely the only way they'd be able to do that is a movie per game. Yeah. I mean, you and could I also don't just know how a movie that's part of the universe, but it doesn't rely oh, on. Yeah. Well, yeah, but pe- yeah, but people don't like that. People oh, don't. Yeah. People don't like it when material, it, new material, is created from old material that is based on it and nothing like it. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. I mean, yes, it could be part as long as they're making sure that it's part of canon, because there's a lot of a lot. Even though people don't really see it, GTA movie, GTA games are really following the same timeline. Everything is all interconnected. Everything in GTA is interconnected. Mm. For example, there's been long-running history of Franklin from the last game was CJ's is actually CJ's father from GTA San, or no, CJ's Franklin's father, I should say, because they both grew up in the same area. They both had both were they're both part of the same essentially the same gang. They have a lot of similarities. It's, it's still rumours that Frank that CJ was Franklin's father. Mm. There's a lot. There's a timelines existing with. Um, what was his name from GTA 4? Uh, Roman and Callum, do you remember? What was his name? No. No? I can't remember. Like, my mind's gone blank. Uh, but he was supposed to, he was mentioned repeatedly in GTA 5. You got Paddy McCreary's in GTA 5. He came in in GTA 4. This, the, the whole game is basically a timeline up until now. So it's, mm. if they in, made a movie based on that timeline and just slotted it in and it's part of canon. I think a lot of GTA fans would accept that. But, yeah. Yeah, he's... If the whole thing is part of canon, if they slotted it in, I don't think GTA fans would have too much to say. I don't think they would be uh, would be entirely against it, to be honest. Uh, last but not least this week, a TV exec who apparently worked on The Walking Dead and The Boys, uh, Sharon Tal Igada, who uh, started his own studio called Astrid Entertainment, is making its first fantastical interactive world. Ooh! Um, Yes, this sounds pretty interesting. She was instrumental in bringing the boys, uh, the Lord of the uh, Lord the of the boys. Rings, the boys, uh, the Lord of the Rings, and the Walking Dead series TV. So she's uh, she's very very yeah. She's had a seven figure pre pre seed investment 
from a number of investors, including NetEase Games. Uh, she's proved to be acknowledged as one of the most influential media executives by Variety, has built studio divisions at such companies as Amazon and Fox. Uh, she partnered with AMC on the Walking Dead series and bought the international rights to the US and Canada. Uh, she also helped bring the boys to Amazon Studios, the latest spearheaded Rings of Power. Uh, now with Astrid, Yuago uh, is taking the attention of the video games, importantly bringing together accomplished world builders and game developers to craft fantastical living worlds that inspire positive community play. I don't think she understands the game industry, to be honest, mm. positive community. Have you played any online game that has ever been positive? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every game is toxic, mate. The positive world one. simulator. Oh, play Call of Duty, Fortnite, GTA, any Destiny. Any online game ever. any online game with a community behind it the the amount of abuse that people get you you get sent on a daily basis from like usually 10 year old kids who've who've shouldn't really be playing the game in the first place is ridiculous there's never been a positive community anyway uh statement as astrid is building its first fantastical interactive world grounded in rich law environmental world building a system design she stated, I love developing rich worlds and watching millions of people engage and build communities around them. We've seen a new generation want something different. They enjoy working, walking into interactive worlds that give them freedom, let them hang out with their friends, explore, discover and create their own stories. It's interesting that she's jumping into this. I think there's going to be more TV execs in the future that probably will do because mm-hmm. money isn't in TV or movies anymore. It's in video games, which is why she's probably doing it. Uh, gaming has become the most profitable industry in the world, so it's not surprised mm-hmm. that she jumped ship. Uh, mm-hmm. Your guys' thoughts before we wrap up? Was I surprised she's found it that easy? Because we all know that gaming is a mainly, my challenge is a mainly male-orientated industry, and I'm surprised the transition has gone that well. If you know what I mean. Well, she's she's well known, well respected in movies mm-hmm. and Hollywood. Yeah. So. Just because somebody's well known and respected in certain in other areas does not mean that they are going to be able to transition into gaming that easily, especially unfortunately when they're female. Because Soldier Boy failed. Yes. Are we just Soulja getting to Boy the point where Talon doesn't want me to talk anymore? No. I'm just... no let her finish. Let her finish. Because he's giving me that like. He's giving you that I'm I'm planning something. <laughs> yeah, he's giving me that I'm planning something, smart. <laughs> it's creepy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you all for joining us. It's been episode 86. Thank you to Cadam and Chloe. Thank you very You're much, Major, for having us. Yes, you should be on next week as well, Callum. I mean, I might, be, be might not be. It's an hour a week. Absolutely, like forty-two minutes. Praise Jesus! Come on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I went with that. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode eighty-seven. Thank you all for joining us. We are only four weeks away from Christmas. No. Uh, yes, it's only four. It's only four and a bit weeks now. Where's my present, Chloe? What? Yeah, where's mine, Chloe? It's I have gifts in kind. I haven't, I, to be fair, I haven't started any Christmas shopping yet, so. Oh, Jake's probably going to get something nice, so. Mm, I don't know what yet, but. Yes, you do, Chloe. No, I don't, because he's yes, not. Yes, you do, me. Chloe. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, you not... do, Chloe. Oh, yeah, well, he's getting that as well, but that's a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stock is involved in the, the bus. <laughs> 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 
Jeez, <laughs> my bells. This is messed up. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode 87. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And uh, we'll see you very soon. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, take you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's the Talking Games Podcast.